0: Tawny and her mom, Maria. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome back. Oh, welcome back to you (laughs) too. Dreary Wednesday. It is a dreary Wednesday. So, firstly, I have two apologies to make. The first one is that we missed an episode last week. We were both having, like, an emotional overhaul. Yeah. And we just took a mental health week. Much needed. (laughs) And we weren't able to fit it in. And we just decided not to stress about it. And we needed it. (laughs) And then my second apology is that I'm clearly sick. So that's what I get. So I took (laughs) (laughs) a mental health break last week. And now now right. I'm having a physical overhaul but yeah um so I'm gonna hang in there as much as I can and we're just gonna catch up a little bit shoot the shit okay so since we've been having emotional and now physical downtime we've been binging a little bit there's a couple different things that we do have been to. we got back into oh we were watching Tyler Henry Oh, I like (laughs) his new show on Netflix. He's the medium. He's the medium. So you didn't know who he was. You didn't know who he was prior to the Netflix show. Never heard of it. But I had watched him. He did a show on E! I think it was where he met with celebrities and read celebrities. So Tyler Henry is a psychic medium and he reads for he was reading for the stars. And now he branched off and did his own Netflix series. So It's amazing. <laughs> I, You're so
1: excited. I, I am excited because I, I love it. And um, the other lady, I don't know, I don't want to secure, but I watched The Other Lady too. And that was always inspiring. Um, the blonde. Oh, uh, with the hair.
0: Yeah. She's from Long Island. Yes. Long
1: Island Medium. Yes. It's <laughs> literally yeah. her name. That was always so interesting. Yeah.
0: But he's different.
1: Yeah. This, this. I, I want to call him a kid, but I know that, that he's in his 20s. He's, he's 25 or 6 at this point, I think. You can see it in him. You can see him feeling...
0: The physical effects of yeah, the reading. Yeah, and, and the
1: people are just so in awe of what he's bringing back. I and know. I I would love to connect. <laughs> it's
0: cool, isn't I it? I would love to connect. Yeah, there's been a couple a couple of the episodes, you really do get, like, stopped in your tracks because what happens is he is having a conversation with one of your loved ones who has passed, but he's saying something to you that only they, you know, would know. You know, something that deeply resonates with you and could only be this person, but only you guys would know it. And that's just I've experienced it. So
1: Yeah, and I've caught him at times he's actually speaking of that person as if he is that person. Yeah. That you know, that person coming through his mouth. And it it's amazing Sometimes it's a little eerie. It's real eerie. Yeah, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Sometimes yeah. I'm a little freaked out by it, you know, and
0: uh, he scribbles. He's that's the coolest part yeah, to me he and his scribbles, scribbles.
1: And, and, and that's I think that's where he gets
0: it. It's from. like releasing the energy. And he doesn't even drive to his own clients because his physical reactions are so strong he feels as if he'd be a distracted driver.
1: So the episodes that I watched he did not know anybody he was going to see. No, no, the, Netflix, did,
0: the Netflix series um, isn't celebrity-based, so it's just, like, the average person because the series is actually more focused on him and his abilities. And um, there's a, a huge plot twist. What? Remember? <laughs> you, what? You watched it. Remember the museum? Yes. Okay, so, there's like, at the end, he starts... So what's happening is Tyler's connection to the other side and to himself is so strong that now he's like directly predicting the future but he can't exactly place the timing yeah like he's having the vision he's connecting to it but he can't tell you like oh this is going to happen tomorrow he just knows this is a possibility this is in the plan
1: uh tell your mom to take a look at her gallbladder <laughs> yeah and then
0: the girl yeah. texts
1: her mom and she's well no like, that
0: was when that was the other that was the e1 when he did rebel wilson actually that was different
1: i was like okay <laughs> but, she's like but, well, i had an attack last night i'm yeah. like holy moly but
0: he did he was like something with your mom and her gallbladder yeah that's pretty cool so you but you've never been have you ever been to a medium or a psychic or anything like that
1: um. Yeah, on the boardwalk in yeah, Wildwood. Yeah, of course,
0: everyone does that one. You
1: know what I mean. You
0: got your cards read, or like the, the, the palm. Which one did they do?
1: I don't remember. Yeah. But she was spot on. Really. What yeah. was some of the stuff she said? Well, you were there. Obviously, you were a child. Yeah. Uncle Steve was there. Oh, and okay,
0: so we went, but we were in Wildwood. No. Yes, we came in from Cape May. Okay. Oh, okay. I got you.
1: Yeah, we came in from Cape May. Anyway,
0: so you went. I went, and it was just
1: weird about the readings. Like, even though I was there with a man, with children, right? She still knew that man was not mine. Right. There was no connection. You You know what I mean? Yeah. But that the man that I was with was not the <laughs> no man connection. I was supposed to be with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was it was vague and stuff. But for me, it resonated you know, even at that time is early on, yeah. you know, or it's
0: yeah. interesting. It is really interesting. <laughs> I've never, but that's, wild Wildwood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, grain of salt, right? Yeah. But that's any of that stuff. But, you know, I'm really into it. And I think there's people, you just either you do or you don't, you know. And, but I've, I've known people who have been skeptical about it and then had experiences where they kind of change their minds, especially as far as, mediums and being able to talk to the other side and communicate with spirits and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, we've had weird. I'm, I'm weird. I've mentioned this on what's up ladies. You're weird. I think on the episode you came on, we've talked about how weird I am and just like me predicting things or seeing things, feeling things really. I just have like an innate knowing and sometimes it's a, a blessing and a curse. But you would verbalize them to me. Yeah. And I'm glad that you did. Because then
1: we would be in a scenario and I'd be like, this, you just told me this already. Yeah,
0: This, you know what I mean? I really had to start like keeping notes because it was happening, like recently it was happening so often that I would either put something in my, my phone notes or I would text Bridget and I'd be like, just so that I can make a note of this, (laughs) this took place. (laughs) You
1: know, and I don't, I don't know if my ex boss had anything like that. But do you remember the day before my birthday in 2020, he had texted me, Maria, uh-huh. how are you? I've been worried about you.
0: Yeah. And you guys weren't like that. No, we, no, we didn't
1: text. We didn't, no. <laughs> we didn't even use our cell phones for business between each other. Right. You know what I mean? And that, that, and I was down the shore, but then that next day I was diagnosed, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And with breast cancer and that following week when I went back. I didn't go to him first. I went to my VP because he was leaving. And I spoke to him about it. And I said, sir, you text me when I was on vacation and I don't understand. What, what, why? <laughs> yeah. Why did you say that? And he was like, "He, um, his wife had been diagnosed with a different type of cancer. Wow. And when he was getting that response from the doctor, he said... He felt so strongly about me and was thinking about me so much. He sent me a text message. That's crazy. It was creepy. Yeah. And it wasn't even like we were like this. No. you We were business. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was my boss. We were business. But that was
0: creepy. (laughs) Creepy. That is pretty creepy. I've had stuff. Well, yeah. Plenty of that stuff happened to me. But also, remember the weird shit that used to happen to us when we lived on Leon Street? Like remember the mason jar oh. like flew off the refrigerator. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, people, I'm telling you, there it was like a week of weird shit happening. How about the Christmas ball? Yeah, so <laughs> it was a week of weird shit happening in our house. And again, I'm real, I'm real connected. I love this shit anyway. And when I was a kid, I used to get really scared, but now I'm, I just have different thoughts on it, but. So I'm in the kitchen. I felt like something was after me for a while and I had verbalized it. I just wasn't feeling right. Like my energy was weird and I I couldn't place it. And this one night, all three of us are in the kitchen. Myself, my mom, my brother. And we were just standing there. All standing around talking. And a mason jar slides its way off the refrigerator and just misses me by an inch. Yeah, but it didn't slide its way to the edge and then fall down. No. It flew. It flew. (laughs) <laughs> right. Right. Like getting your attention yeah. just occurred to me. Like, yeah, that was great. Like bitch where? And then it was because it was right around Christmas. So we had our Christmas tree up. But the way our the house was set up, if you were sitting in the living room, you couldn't see the Christmas tree because it was like tucked into the dining room. It was in the dining and room. And we're place. all hanging out in the living room. I think there might have even been other people over. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of our eye, we see something fly across the room. And an ornament flew off the tree. And when we checked it, actually, it ended up being one that um, one of us kids, like we had done when we were kids, that said Fritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it real big. Like it just was like gold sparkles. And Wait, it said, was it the Fritz? popsicle stick? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was popsicle sticks like dipped in gold glitter and it said fritz real big on it which is you know I our last name but because we were all in the living room yeah i remember that yeah, that was a and then the one. neighbor and then it was after that that our neighbor told us some <sighs> creepy stories about like his house being haunted so maybe right. they wandered and
1: he said that yeah he said that my house our house yeah. was haunted it was
0: a row home so we were yeah, pretty that connected bad
1: things happened there
0: yeah i'm telling
1: you <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh Th- that's creepy Okay, fine. <laughs> Everyone knows how I feel. But
0: um, the medium? Mm. Yeah. Tyler? Would you do that? Would you go see a yes. medium? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would. Who is someone that you would like to hear from?
1: Hmm. I think I would definitely like to hear from Uncle John.
0: Okay? okay. I would like to see... Uncle. My Uncle John was my dad's best friend.
1: And your godfather.
0: And he's also my godfather, yeah. yeah but they were just, friends um late teens until they were 28 my uncle John had a heart attack. Yeah. Right before the birth of his first son.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. On the 4th of July. On the 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. But he dancing was dancing
1: with his wife.
0: But he was the best. He was the best. So yeah, that's an that's an interesting. So moment. yeah, I would uh um, I've connected with him through a medium I actually. Remember. We can touch back on that. So you'd want to connect with Uncle John.
1: Yeah. And
0: I would definitely want to connect with my mom. Of course. Definitely. Yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like I can hear Graham. I, I posted a picture of her to today, now. actually.
1: Hold on a moment. You know what's happening to me now? We're getting a lot of, a lot of action on our um wind chimes. <laughs> so but, but I feel like each time I hear it now. Is it different? I just smile. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like each time I hear and I and I remember that because yesterday when I got out of my car and I mm-hmm. walked up under the tree, it just started chiming and chiming and I looked up. And I said, hey, girl. And I felt yeah. really weird for doing that no. because that's
0: not me. Right. Do you know what I it's mean? not you. It's not me. So my grandmother passed away in June. Um, I don't want to say suddenly because, you know, of her age. but right. right, right but she right. wasn't sick. Right. Right, right, um, right. And my friend Courtney, who's just always so wonderful, She's the best. she gifted us a wind chime with a really sweet poem on it, you know, in memory of my grandmother. So we have it right in the front of the house. Um, we have so many freaking trees but this one one tree in front of the house this one great tree in front of the house and um i don't think it had ever really occurred to you until i said one night i'm like it's so crazy how our house is set up i can't really even explain it but i can hear the wind chime Mm -hmm. in my room right which Which is weird weird because you can't hear anything else Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. i think once i mentioned that to you you're like oh yeah like that is graham's yeah wind chime Yeah. yeah So and then the wolf the fox Oh shit A fox a red I've had fox Okay sorry. so I'm, I'm curious sorry. No no I this know is that great. I went off topic No, you're not really off topic I though because right just talking about connecting to the other side yes. So this is I'm real big on signs and shit too So I've had a couple weird um encounters over where my So my Graham and my pop are buried together Yeah um Beverly at the Beverly Cemetery in New yes. Jersey yes, yes. Veterans, yep, yeah. My pop was a veteran, so they're both cremated. But then, you know, they're 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 leftover ashes. The <laughs> the, we wanted some. The ashes that we don't have are buried there, so they're together. But anyway, one time we go we go there pretty often because we live pretty close. Mm-hmm. So the one day we went together, um, just randomly, I think, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was it was right after. Oh, we went to so my. Before- My grandpa passed in June, Mm -hmm. and there was, um, when they went there to do the burial, there was a ceremony that some of my family attended, and some of my family opted out of, we opted out of, and we did our own thing. Yes. So we went, after this took place. You're right. Right? Yep, yep. You you got the timing on. Right? Am I right? You you are. I hope so, because I... know you are. My timelines get, my brain gets real scattered up. Mm -hmm. But, so we went, and we're driving through, and... All the stones look exactly the same. If you've ever been to a veterans, you know what I mean. They're right. just identical, and it's so gorgeous. And, and it's
1: symmetrical, like every and
0: no matter which way you look, everything's lined up in properly. A straight line. Yes. So you have to check the numbers. So we're looking to see. But anyway, as we're driving, we see something running. Yes. And we're like, And I thought, like, I was thinking maybe it was a dog a or small something. small dog,
1: cat. But it's, it's running, like, we're going, we're going in the same direction,
0: and yeah. it's keeping up our pace. It was. Right? And it was over near where Graham and Pop were. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we're, like, we're trying to figure out what the hell it is. As we get closer, we realize it's a red fox. And it was, I'm telling wait, wait. you...
1: you slowed down, and he, he slowed down. Yeah. And then you stopped... And then he stopped. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so you're, there was other no, I know. stuff that happened. No, there was definitely like a we connection. We didn't just see a fox. No, 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 no. no. I know. I was, I'm, don't worry. I wasn't going to leave them hanging. <laughs> no pieces, don't No. Pieces, no. Pieces, so we just pieces. had like this, I, this fox connected with us. It was just weird. I swear it was like creeping up near the car, but also hiding. Like making itself very seen, but also being sly like a fox it was just interesting so Mm -hmm. whenever I have animal encounters I don't know about anybody else but if I have like random animal sightings I look them up and I see what they mean if it if it resonates with me do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll see something and I'm like whatever but other times I just feel it that I'm like this was meant for me this is a message yeah and I'll look it up what it means and we looked up you know a red fox at a cemetery and it was really spot on for what we were experiencing in our lives and you know with her passing it was pretty interesting yeah and then there was another time i was having like a breakdown the jo- i worked a job for a couple months back around the holidays that just was really trying my mental health <laughs> so badly that on a random friday i just called out which is not a behavior of mine at all but I, I, te- I text out, actually. That's how bad my anxiety is. But um I worked as a personal assistant, so it didn't matter. But I told him I wasn't coming in, and I could just feel that something wasn't right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the cemetery. I'll hang with Graham and Pop. So I'm driving down there, and usually we go together. So you're the one who checks the stones right? You know for the numbers. Right. And in my head, I'm like, we, we picked a landmark, but like I don't know if I got it. I, I was just all jumbled up because I was just so emotional. So I pull up, I just park my car and I just walk down towards the end. Cause I'm like, if I stay with the fence, I'll find them. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even look down at the, at the stones. Cause I'm like, there's no way I'm close. So I don't even look down. I just start walking towards the direction that I think they would be. My grandma and pop aren't there. And I'm like, this is crazy. I've gone so far. So I just start walking back and I'm looking again. I'm like, maybe I missed them. Finally, I see my pop's name. I stop, and when I look <laughs> over, I'm directly aligned with the door of my truck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you were right there. <laughs> I literally parked a lot. Like, I could have, if I would have just walked out of my passenger side and walked straight, I would have stepped right on right. their stone. And it was right. just such a weird. Yep. It was very, I was already having such an emotional day, and that pushed me into a release. I texted my cousin Justin, and I was just like, I'll never believe this. (laughs) And it was funny because I think when I was pulling into the cemetery, I was having a bad day and, um, I heard, um, danger zone, top gun, which is like me and my, like reminds me of my cousin. So it was just a weird thing, but yeah, songs, animals, signs. I love that shit. It's interesting. I find it very
1: interesting. Um, I want to continue watching Tyler. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, I have intuition and stuff like that. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Well, women's
0: intuition. You know, <laughs> no, know what I'm, I'm saying,
1: spotlight. but I don't know if I, you know, anything else.
0: I think everybody has it. Mm-hmm. But what I how you tap in? Um, tap in your your openness to it. I think mm-hmm. we all have it in childhood, but I think reality kicks in. Do you know what I mean? And grown-ups try to take it away from you, yeah. too. Um, think of all the times that you see a little kid just happily playing and having a conversation and you're like, they're definitely talking to somebody. Like there's something going on there. I you mean, always did that. I'm not shocking. I was probably talking to my, I could really, really talk to a wall though. So <laughs> who knows? Um, I remember just with the kids that I nannied, um, when, when my friend Ashley passed away. So that was 2013. I had a one-year-old that I was nannying. Another creepy time, Sorry. and that was a creepy time. And I, we had a like support bracelets that we wore. and They were we had purple and blue ones. And they had Ashley's name on them and stuff. And I was like wearing one, and my one-year-old like rubbed his hand over the bracelet, and he's one. So like they don't, you know, he's just like she's here, and I'm like, what the fuck mm-hmm. just happened? I'm like, what? Yeah. and he he just, like, is looking at me and smiling, and I'm like, that's fucking creepy. And then also for Ashley, um, Super Bass by Nicki Minaj is, like, our thing. So whenever I hear that, I'm like, oh, Ash is here, you know? But it's it's interesting. I feel
1: like there have been times where she was on Leon. Oh, I believe it.
0: (laughs) I believe it. But, yeah, so kids have that connection, and then life takes it away and most people don't tap back into it so i mean unless you yeah unless you have a parent or if they even remember it right unless you have a parent that's open to that sort of thing you know and encourages it then because imagine them like even tyler henry he said he thought he was crazy yeah he's like i just thought there was something wrong with me Mm -hmm. and a teacher helped him yeah, it was one of his teachers. But that that takes me to such a crazy place, too, because that relates back to, like, mental health for me and, like, mania and how so many people, like, blessed are the, the, the manic, you know, because they're the most brilliant. And, and it's there's just so much tied into that. And I do, I wonder, I wonder if we were guided differently spiritually, you know, and, and tuning into ourselves more. There's just so many things I think we could avoid. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's such an interesting thing to me but yeah he thought he was crazy he thought maybe he was bipolar he was having these physical symptoms because he reacts so like say he's channeling someone who died of a heart attack while he's channeling them he'll have like really intense crushing crushing pains in his chest yeah he's
1: already had to have multiple his respiratory tract has been affected by this yeah his ribs just
0: collapse right uh lungs i'm sorry his lungs collapse like just on their own. And don't he's already remember, a little guy.
1: Don't I I think there was one where he was talking about someone who had been had like smoke inhalation or or in a fire and he was like feeling his chest. Yes. And yeah, it's um I mean, if you're gonna
0: believe in something. I know, it's why interesting, not this? Thing, right? So if you did so let's say you did go to a medium right how would you know what like what's the one thing they could what's something that you would look out for to know that it's definitely your mom connecting with you like what's one thing they could say and you'd like that's definitely joels <laughs> <laughs> my mother had so many sayings it doesn't have to be me. a saying though like anything just related like what do you think what would be the one thing that you're like oh that's absolutely no doubt in my mind that's absolutely my mom talking to me
1: oh i just think it would um I, th- I would think I'd feel it in the room with my mom, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. I-, I really do, because she truly believed in this. Absolutely. Um,
0: she encouraged all my weird shit. She was, she was witchy, too, though. She was. <laughs> in many <or> ways.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just think that my mom would, I would just, I don't know. I don't know that one, I mean, there's just, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I've never really thought, thought about, about it, it until should now.
0: Though. Chelsea Handler has a book. Um, I think it's called Life After... Not in Life After Death. I'm mixing books. That's Tyler's book, I think. I don't know. But she talks about signs and stuff and how when she she lost both of her parents, not together. She lost her mother when she was younger, and then her father passed away a few years ago. Um, But I think when her father passed away, it opened up the grieving window into when she lost her mom. Like, she kind of buried that pain. And then when she experienced the death of her next parent, it was like the floodgates opened. It was Mm -hmm. like, you're finally allowed to mourn this so she mm-hmm. really connected with her spirituality and meditation and signs and wow. she picked you, you pick one so like you have all the power in this so you can pick something that's related to what you're looking for your person and for her it's oranges you know like she knows when she sees an orange and like I said before you use your discernment like if you see an orange you know in your bowl of oranges in your kitchen not so much. Right. You know, but if you're driving randomly mm-hmm. and you look up and somebody has an orange sticker on the back of their car, you're mm-hmm. like, Oh shit. So, yeah. and I have that for, you know, people have passed, even that people that are alive, I have certain signs, numbers, sequences. Yeah.
1: You know, If a medium hands me a cookie. It's my mom.
0: <laughs> there. You if want she it? She cuts into a crumble cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm saying there it is. <laughs> it's my mom. Ain't that the truth. She's around cookies. cookies. I feel her all the time. Coffee. If she offers me coffee, yeah. It's a rap. <laughs> it's inter- I feel her around all the time. It's interesting. And it, it it's it's strange. So, we lost my pop. Was that 2000? It was 2000 July of 2000. Whew, so we lost my pop to suicide in July of 2000. Yeah. So, I was turning 12. I think I was turning 12. But I don't know, like the way our family handled death. I don't know. It was just death just happens. And then you just keep you keep it going. Which I'm 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 grateful for that. But then I'm also thinking when my grand passed this past June, it's not that I was even I don't want to say I wasn't sad, but like I knew that she wasn't happy here. So like right. I felt peaceful with it. But in a way, like I was saying about Chelsea, it kind of reopened that door that I had to my pop. Because I suddenly right. felt so many different like like a reconnection to him mm-hmm. almost. But then I'm like, maybe they're together. I hope you they know? are. So it's like bringing the energy. I hope they are
1: back. Yeah. Because it's. I'm sure it's a much better place.
0: Hell yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> you probably get to look the way you want. <laughs> she was ready, and I'm. You know, I made peace. I made peace with it, like you said. Um, but I had an opportunity to spend some time with my mom. Yeah. And just allow. Her, you know, anything she said, I did. Yeah. You know, and and all she wanted from me was patience that's it she just wanted patience and as hard as it was to give her that i did it and it made her feel so good yeah and it made me feel so good and i you know we had had some really deep conversations prior to that where we had connected and really healed some things um I don't theme. know if I've mourned my mom yet. Right. You know, I don't know if I've even been through that stage. Do you worry about that? Do you worry there's just going to be a day we are just like, oh shit,
0: my no. mom's dead.
1: No, I think I think when that day comes, it's going to be the right time. And if if a gush of tears falls out, right. or Hilarious laughter. I don't know <laughs> what that's going to look like. Look like, yeah. I do not. That's true. You know, and it's different. My for mom everyone. was probably one of the most interesting women i've ever known i back that <laughs> so it yeah. it could come in so many ways yeah i agree you know yeah i could be on the dance floor you know <laughs> dance, yeah <laughs> well,
0: she'd love that shit <laughs> <laughs> she had her own moves too girl <laughs> oh man we have pictures of her dancing somewhere well, there's a, there's pictures of her from Justin and Ashley's wedding. I know, but she was in a wheelchair. She was in a wheelchair, but she was dancing with the boys. Yeah. that's a good one. And I actually think it was Ashley and Kimmy's thirtieth was the other one that she was dancing with all of us girls. I believe you're correct. <laughs> yeah, that's she was great, but it is interesting. Um, we've been talking about this a lot. I was talking about this with my new boss too. Like when your pa- that whole transition of your parents you know becoming older and nobody talks to you like what do you do and having to put them in a home or take care of them yourselves and people make such sacrifices out of their own lives to take care of their parents and admirable and many things but then also like how much of it is our responsibility right you know
1: and even if it you know we went through that you know yeah. and you have five siblings and, and still like my, my niece it's tricky you know? as hell Um, we we went through it and each one of us had our own challenges some the same some better some worse you know and some of that I remember you know some of that you know even though I forgave her I don't forget it right You, you know what I mean and I feel that but I know that that's the same with you you know what I mean it but it's a challenge
0: and like I taking care of your... And I see care, a lot yeah. of
1: people who who certain family members feel it is their responsibility. Yeah. Other family members... And not I'm not saying in my okay. family. I'm just saying... Generally. In yeah. generally.
0: You know what I mean? Well, neither is right or wrong. Exactly. So. Exactly. But... Right. No. <laughs> you're no, not, you, know, real. you really but, though, you're but, not wrong to not want to take that on. Right. Even if it is your mother, even if it is your father, even if it's your grandparent. Like, I agree. You're you're not required to take that on. I agree. However, there is that heavy moral, emotional, like, what the fuck, you Especially know? Especially when the how finances much of aren't your, there. Yeah. It's Sorry, so I not mean to interrupt no, you. No, absolutely. that's, that's huge. huge. Because you have to consider the care, the health care, you know? It's not just... A somewhere to live, but in many cases, eventually extra hands. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're the caretaker, that's it. Just it takes a lot out of you. It does. It did. it, it did. It did. It's I. It's just wild the amount of people. Yeah, but then I, I, I had, have.
1: You know, there were sisters that that went on in deeper. You know what I mean, and really showed up. So like, yeah. A, after my, you know, after me and my mom split. I, I, I got kind of cold and nervous so I didn't really want to be alone with her right. but my other sisters were trying to do it and yeah. do it and do it and then you know they kind of lost my support in it
0: yeah you know what I mean so and then it's I, like different types of burnout from every direction you know yeah, yeah. yeah and I don't know hard. if they
1: felt obligated or if that's something they truly wanted to do but either way it's draining
0: well i'm going to be honest with you i think in our family specifically there is a very toxic cloud of this is your responsibility you are obligated um it's unfortunate i do think you have to find a healthy balance right Mm -hmm. you can't be completely selfish there's plenty of things that i do for other people even if i don't want to do them you know what I mean? I tag in in places, I offer things, but especially in the past couple years, I have really retracted in that because what I was personally finding is that as many times as I was throwing my hands out, I wasn't getting hands back in my direction. Yeah. And I know that's not the goal, you know, but I also just don't want to feel depleted, right? So that's the thing. You have to find the healthy balance between Giving to others and sharing what you have, but then also knowing it's not your weight to carry. Right. Like you're allowed to say, okay, but not today, right. or not. This you're allowed time. to set boundaries. I don't want to do that anymore. You're allowed
1: to set boundaries. Yeah, and, and it's I really felt hard. good about it when I set my boundaries with your with your mom. And yeah. I truly hoped, and I felt like I had the support from my siblings. And
0: yeah, I did. You know what I mean, but it, and it, it's hard though because. You know, for me, it's always difficult just for where I stand, like, in my emotions and in my thought process. I truly am someone who can see every angle of things. Mm -hmm. So that's, it can be hard for me to take a stance on things or even make a decision because of that. But, like, I think of just Graham specifically, and she came from such a toxic place. Like, that's all she ever knew. Yeah. You know, so then she passed that down. You guys, six of you whole shit ton of kids you guys pass that shit down and now there's a bunch of us like wait that doesn't really work for us so i feel bad for gram because i feel like in the last few years she was like slammed in the face with all this shit that she did not understand like what do you mean like and don't get me wrong my gram was a badass like she didn't take shit from anybody you know she was a biker she was very tough but she also believed that you needed a man and she believed that you had to sacrifice certain things about your life to keep that man. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was an important thing. But then at the same time, she also had this men ain't shit, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, you you can't have both. Yeah. Like, you can't be completely dependent on a man and then also think he ain't shit. Little miscontradictive. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that <laughs> yeah. way. Nobody can mm-hmm. vibe like that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, the world is changing. And this is for my grandma and for so many other people in her age bracket, you know, like the women are not having children, you know, or they're waiting longer. We're saying, fuck it to marriage. Like, if we find our person great, if we don't, that's fine too. We love our fucking bodies. Like, I don't give a shit if you don't want to see me, you know? The right. way I dress is the way, like, peep, that's the zone that we're heading in, and that can be really uncomfortable. So I feel like she was slammed with all that, and then also you and your siblings were like really coming around to so many different things and just so many different emotions. It's just the generation gaps will never stop. Amazing. <laughs> like Right. <laughs> but I, I'm
1: thankful that those changes came along. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful that you decided, you know, Hey, that cycle's going to change in my life. Yeah. You know, um, and, and your brother too, there were things where he put his foot down and he set a damn boundary. And he was like, Absolutely not.
0: Yeah. Very good at setting boundaries, not so good at obeying them. <laughs> Thank you very
1: much. But you know, I don't know how good he is now at right. setting boundaries, but right. I can tell you there was a time, you know, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Because I learned so much. Yeah. And we we were able to connect, you know what I mean? And and build a really good relationship. Um, but for people who may or may not feel that they're obligated to take on a loved one it's a
0: challenge communication
1: communication, <laughs> communication. but so many
0: like graham had no idea what communication looked like she did and you know what i mean and i'm sure that's the case for so many people her age and then and then being at an age where your memory is already oh, slipping i can't imagine I know how I feel, like, when I walk into a room and I forget why the fuck I walked in there. That feels awful. Do you know what I mean? And I'm 33, so I usually, it kicks back in. But I can't, I can't imagine. And then, like, certain situations where they don't know. Right. They're going. Right. You know, like.
1: And, and technology. Just being confused all the fucking time.
0: Technology. <laughs> Girl.
1: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm already having, I can imagine. I would say that. I'd be like, Mom, I don't even know
0: how to do this. I know. But even,
1: You know, I could have helped, but she didn't have the same kind of phone as me. No. I only know my my stuff because you told
0: me. (laughs) Yeah, she had an Android, unfortunately. I can't help her either. Since iPhone has come out, I have had nothing else but an iPhone. Right. And I don't, my brain doesn't have the space for an Android. I can't do it. So, (laughs) but, and it's hard to have the patience. I'm sure that's something everybody can relate to is trying to teach your parents something techie. But we, they shouldn't be giving them to...
1: The they should be giving him to the great grandchildren. <laughs> they should be giving it to the six year old saying here
0: <laughs> Teach grandma to use this
1: Grand phone. Meemaw? Yes, this is not a great this is great 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 grandmother. <laughs> Get our phone you know that's Yeah. Girl's grandmothers in their seventies that are great 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 grandmas. That's true. Yeah, and those babies could be fixing their phones they could fix oh my, God. my
0: stinking speaking phone speaking of great 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 grandmas can we swing back to like shows we're watching we actually i oh know we did watch this the other day but unexpected on tlc can we talk about the second, I'm lost. listen i'll get you there so the the young girls are pregnant okay and it's like docu style it's not like teen mom style but there's a woman on there who was 32 and she was a grandmother Yup. 30 fucking two. That's younger than me. A grandma. A grandmother. Because Mm -hmm. she had her daughter when she was 16 and her daughter was now 17, I think. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
1: then when those babies have babies, now you're Meemaw. (laughs) That's
0: how you, that's how you end up being a Meemaw. Now you're Meemaw. In your (laughs) fifties. Yo, can you imagine? I was a mother
1: three days before my 20th birthday. That was hellish. That's how young I was a mother. Yeah, I am not a grandmother. Yet. <laughs> no, you are not. You know, um whether yeah, nope. I, but I, I couldn't. Another I, cycle. I, right, I am seeing another that. family cycle. I broke, and they are they those those grandmas are young, and and they're they're trying to help raise that's their the grandchildren. at 32 years old they're they already have their teen at home and whatever other children and now they have a new baby coming in and they have to deal
0: with the baby daddy the baby daddy and then some of them are married themselves their own lives or trying to date like mm-hmm. you're completely again we come back to like and this is your kid now but like Well, I guess until they're 18, what is your obligation? Well, in her specific situation, the 32-year-old, she was in the process, I think, of trying to take her granddaughter, to get her daughter to sign over the rights, basically. Because she was just fumbling. I I don't know that I would do that. Take my kid? No. That would have never fucking... I mean, it's hard for me to even get myself, and this is no judgment against people who had kids... As teens and didn't take care of them. But, like, I I just wouldn't have happened. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have raised
1: the child. But you wouldn't have. Right. I mean, I guess the only way I would have went into a legal battle would have been if, you know, mom and
0: dad weren't on the same page. Oh, my baby daddy? Yeah. I mean, considering my track record.
1: Or or, or even (laughs) if I was in that situation with your brother.
0: Yeah. Because there was a scare where I was like, what? And then I thought it was his. I know. was like, nope. No, I hit her up. I was like, listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, well, her kid was sick, actually. And that's why I needed to know. That was the thing. My, my what I said to him, it's not my brother's baby, but right. his ex-girlfriend, this is so many years ago, but he had had a girlfriend who had a baby and there was like some question, but her baby was premature, I believe, and really sick. And that's when I reached out to her and I was like, listen, there could be, you know, information in our family that's helpful to you. Because it was something like undiagnosed. She's great now. She's healthy. She's not my brother's kid. (laughs) It's not your niece. It's not my niece. So there. It's not yours. It is not. But that 32 being a grandmother. Nah. That's some wild shit. Yeah. Mm, Nah. (laughs) That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Did you know too, going back to the medium thing. So when you like. So wait. How old was she? Do the math for me. <laughs> so she had her daughter when she was like fifteen, I think. Okay. And then her daughter's seventeen, having okay. a baby. All right, you did good math. I, sometimes. Thanks, girl. Until they fucking put shapes and shit in there, <laughs> I'm all fucked up. Mm-hmm. But back to the medium thing, as well as pa- like connecting with people who have passed. Did you know that you can connect with like your future children? Well, not really. You, not you personally, yeah. Isn't that cool? Girl, uh, I can still have kids. Yeah, I guess. Your tubes are tied. You never know. Burned, aren't they? (laughs) Did you (laughs) do, like, everything you possibly could? (laughs) Not everything I possibly could. Because they wouldn't let me. Isn't that crazy? They wouldn't let me. So wait, let's talk about that real quick. We don't have to, like, super dive into it, because I feel like this will come up again. Because we've talked about this so much, of just the way that birth control and shit like that is handled. But what was the process of you... So it was your second kid in less than three years. Right. I was 22, 22. 23.
1: I wanted to have my tubes tied. So I was trying to plan that tubal ligation. You weren't married yet. No. No. Okay. I wanted to plan that tubal ligation. And when I gave birth. Right. There was no chance. They told me that I was too young. I'm like, that's like why two... I'm doing it. Look at, <laughs> look at what I've done in two years. <laughs> yeah. Popped out two babies. Yeah. And there was no chance of that. So they gave me all of these things that I needed to do and prove and time to wait. And I thought, who are you to make this decision for me? That's crazy. I am, I knew, like I knew then I was done. I was done for you. And it wasn't a matter of having my future husband consider a vasectomy. It wasn't that it was me. I was done. Yeah, I'm, i I do not want I to be got, pregnant again. I don't. I no, didn't want right. any part of it. Which is your choice and you're right. I I um I talked to my physician and he got me a physician in New Jersey. I did it there. I yeah. had to go to a New Jersey hospital. But isn't
0: that crazy that you had to do that? Like and that the doctor Like I'm it, it's kind of worrisome. But it's the same for the men. Oh as yeah, far as far as the vasectomy, I have a, at I, that age. Oh no, I have a male but friend. But who's someone else to
1: decide that maybe you want kids?
0: I know, I have a male friend who, in his thirties, wanted a vasectomy, and he had to go through this whole process because he only had one child, and they were telling him, you know, what if, what if, what if? And he's like, what if what? Like, I don't want, to, I don't want to do it, and I don't want to risk pregnancy anymore. Like, I'm not, and he did end up having his vasectomy, but it is.
1: And I can tell you, had I not got that done. You know, had I followed through with PA laws, um, you know how many kids I could have had? Oh, my God.
0: You know, girl? Girl. You'd have left. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> One was enough. I <laughs> One was enough. But isn't it a little worrisome that, like, the doctor that took care of you through your whole pregnancy and then, like, helped you birth your child doesn't care enough about your physical health and well-being to, like listen to you like it's not a problem
1: yeah (laughs) but it didn't matter it it, in this in this state at that time it wasn't going to happen it's bullshit crazy bullshit we have someone else so i had to find just, just i
0: had to find my way around the process I knew what you were going to say, girl. Mm -hmm. And that's what people don't understand. Nothing's going to keep you from getting your tubes tied because that's what needs to happen in order to prevent you from not having more children in your marriage. And also, let's not eliminate the fact that you were in a very abusive, controlling marriage and that he could have purposely gotten you pregnant to lock you into more bullshit. And you were very much Mm -hmm. aware of that situation. So that's... I'm not projecting onto you but I would imagine that was something else that weighed into your decision Absolutely. and now other people are telling you that it's the wrong decision I'm... and putting you in danger exactly and it's, I just don't understand that and that was one away... thing
1: that was one decision I was allowed to make without it seeming like it's anything more than my decision but you are right it was so that I was not bringing another child into the world I, are, I was already 23 with 2 yeah how do, how do you afford that I don't know
0: <laughs> I mean that 's the other thing too that 's so crazy um i mean i'm not i 'm not here to do the abortion thing, but like people who make decisions not to have children there's so many reasons. Do you know what I mean so- and if someone 's making that decision for a financial reason like that 's fucking huge because guess what happens if they have that baby and they can 't afford it, now they have to deal with all the stigma bullshit of all the people telling them that they 're living off the fucking system. You know, like it's it's, it's so, so funny crazy. you bring that up. It's so uh, crazy to me.
1: I was uh I was in a truck with one of my guys today and we were talking about this. I we were talking about that new law. Which there's a bunch. It, which one is it where you, the the if you rape me and you have ten brothers and I decide to have an abortion, you and your ten brothers can sue me. What the fuck is that? Hello. Where is where, what? <laughs> listen,
0: I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't doubt. I'm gonna find it. The way things are going, I don't it. doubt that that is somewhere on a piece I of paper cannot. working its way so through, but. I saw, and what brought it up it, was. Uh, wait, sue you for what? For fucking ending the possible legacy? For, yeah. <laughs> I, they didn't use that term. But that's but what the fuck it you're is. are not
1: supposed to have an abortion. Well, all right. And that they are the relatives of the, Of the man that you killed his baby. Huh. Yeah. But what happens if you have that baby and then that man don't do shit for you? Well, that's usually what happens. Girl. (laughs) Look, I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. Let me take that back. That is what happened to me. That is... Okay. I wanted to... Because that's not what happens to everybody. You know, I know a lot of really good people in some great
0: dynamics from, from the outside anyway. And I also know a lot of really great single fathers. Yes. However, I feel like... When men hear these conversations, a lot of them are like, oh, men get such a bad rep. Or even um, recently I had a conversation with a male who said that the courts and stuff automatically side with the man. That, like, anything that a woman says gets believed and that everybody sides with women, basically. And I went, automatically sides with the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Automatically sides with – and then I just don't feel that way. Well, you lived it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying just in general, like, with your story of getting your tubes tied in general. Like yeah. – if we're siding with the women if we're what the women say women. matter you the, no one's siding with women <laughs> when
1: everyone's making the decisions about what women can and cannot do I to their own body say it again i mean it makes you no can. sense yeah and you're not looking out for the best interests of the woman right and what what triggered our conversation earlier about it is because I didn't even realize that there's a Planned Parenthood around the corner from my office. Oh, okay. But the route that he took when we turned, somebody, uh, an an older woman was outside and she had like a, um, like a badge like thing yeah. that said some type of like street police or something. And I said, what the heck is that? And he's like, wait, that's Planned Parenthood. He's like, oh, they're, they're out to... there to protect the people and who I said, use the services. A minute. He's like, yeah, all up in everybody's business. And I said, "Are you going to adopt my baby? Right. Like, if I was going through there, are you going to adopt my baby? Right? That's I was I wasn't in a position in my life where." abortion was a, a a thought. Right. It was always a choice. Absolutely. And my mother told me all of my choices. You told me the same thing. Exactly. And, you know what I mean? For me, I made my choices. Um. But if that's not what I wanted, I be- truly believe my mother would have supported me 100%.
0: I think she would have too. Um, the same way I know that you would have supported me you know, if I was to she choose. She probably would have
1: cried. Oh, yeah. If I'm sure there would have been cried, some drama. But she would have supported Absolutely. me. Absolutely.
0: And I think that's so important. That's another part of it I think people don't realize. And we've talked about this in regards to uh, when you have friends in abusive relationships and things like that. Um, just support them anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're coming down on someone for, imagine how hard that decision must be to make. And I think that's the other thing. People assume that if someone's having an abortion, that it's like a callous, cold thing. And, and that's not the case. There could be so many reasons why a person is choosing not to go through with a pregnancy, you know? And it's, it's just, un, it's unfortunate the way women are treated generally, but it's, you know, I could go down a fucking hole on women's health. And the way we're treated medically, so... <laughs> and then, an even deeper hole of black women's health. Oh. Girl, so deeper, I mean, it's not even my place to speak on that. True. But... True, but the hole is deep. It is deep, and it's sad. And I'm glad that it's finally out and verbalized, and there that some things are changing. That's what's so, like, coming back... Everything always ties together by the end of the episode, usually, but coming back to... Graham and the way I said things were really changing towards the end of her life and that's kind of a thing I'm, I'm sad about I think about Graham and like all her friends that I knew through my years and I'm like I really wish they would have known they deserved better yeah you know what I mean like I wish my Graham would have you know had her her 80 years here and and knew like um aside from my pop who I think was an angel but like not had shitty men yeah. and not had she had really a really shitty mother. And yeah. and she had, you know, just so, so much stacked against her. And I feel this way for, you know, all the people, you know, not just the women. But and like, she
1: lived through a lot of changes. My so mom was born in 1939.
0: 39. Doesn't that My blow was born your
1: in, mind? Yes. And oh. then as I'm seeing things unfold through the pandemic of, you know, the one drastic thing that I've been through other than a hurricane here or there, I look back and know that this is, you know look what my mother lived through I
0: know she lived through all of that yup, World War II, civil rights all that shit Segregation. It's crazy. Everything. Bitch, you were born right towards the end of it. Like, they've just been tricking you with the black and white photos. I know. They've been playing brain games. And as a child,
1: I had no idea. That you were living it? Yes. (laughs) I know. They played fucking
0: brain games. I had no idea. I know it, girl. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. But I also didn't
1: have any of that going on in my family. Right. Do you know what I
0: mean? Well, you only know what you know. Right. When you're a kid, especially. Right.
1: I didn't. You know what I mean? I'm sure... I just didn't have my dad using language like that yeah you know
0: what i mean but and i i don't know enough about your dad but just because they're not using the language around you doesn't mean that they don't adopt the practices or agree sure. with the societal standards you know yeah I mean? and but, it was never brought up so it was yeah. never and it's, discussed. it's a different conversation these days you oh, know absolutely. it's a different we are in a way different climate things are a changing and it is interesting to watch yes it is very and interesting i grew
1: up in a very small town in florida
0: we did I mean I don't know I can't even keep up with your past for the most part like I can't get a timeline I was born in we can't
1: the, I'm not allowed to mention when I was born
0: no we'll get you next no you mentioned when you were, I thought you were about to No, I like I was born on a sunny day it was a Wednesday like I didn't know I if you're about to no launch into something what
1: day I was born what day the the, time. what
0: day of the week was I born
1: I'm gonna have to look in your book you don't even remember I what do not I think you. it was it a it was. Tuesday no I
0: really think it was a Tuesday too. I, I think
1: it was a Tuesday I believe that oh yeah it was a Tuesday because on Monday my water broke <laughs> you know what I mean it and was then a was whole like, thing were you sitting on my chair who Graham said that yeah. your water broke on the couch yeah and I had to sit on a plastic it was it was July <laughs> it was July it was hot as balls probably. July 18th in Philadelphia hot and
0: sticky 1988 uh huh Okay, in okay. a town, in a in a row home. And how much how much bigger were you? Pregnant. I weighed a. Who? How I much weight did you gain when you were pregnant with me?
1: Probably sixty pounds.
0: Oh, that was probably uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I did the same thing with your brother.
0: That was probably uncomfortable. I weighed too. the
1: exact same. I weighed one hundred and ninety eight pounds mm-hmm. when I
0: delivered. Both of you. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what day of the week it was when you had him? Was there thunder and lightning?
1: I, there was snow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There was snow. Because, and both me and my sister, my sister drove me. Uh-huh. There was- Wait, which sister? Donna. She just had a baby. My brother, wait. wait, hold on, then wait. She must have drove me to a doctor. Oh, because I remember being in the my snow.
0: brother and her
1: youngest or her youngest is nine days older than no, my no, brother. She must have been driving me down for something. But you're right. She had just had him that month. No.
0: Yes. Yeah. He's only nine days older.
1: I don't know what day it was, but I know it was around Easter.
0: Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It was right yeah.
1: around Easter because you were staying with um, at you. Were, you were at Aunt Joanne's. Oh, wow. You were at Aunt Joanne's with Aunt Lisa. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I was
0: always with Aunt Lisa. <laughs> yeah,
1: you were you were at Aunt Joanne's. Oh, my God, I love that memory of her. <laughs> Wow, that's great.
0: That yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. But you're not sure what day it was?
1: It was a tu- For your brother, I, I'm not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, it might have been a Tuesday as well.
0: Oh, that would be interesting. We'll have to Google it. I think if you look off the day you were born, there's like, people born on Wednesdays have these traits. I'm sure it's all dumb, but, you know, I love that shit. But anyway... I made it all the way through, girl. Yeah, you did. I I don't even think I sniffled that much either. Was it like uh, Phoebe on Friends where she gets sick and she has like her really sexy voice? Is that what it's like right now?
1: Yeah, it's great. I love it. Oh, uh, should I sing? No. Absolutely.
0: Oh, God. Do it. No. Want me to give you a beat? What? No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> what beat you'd give me? Oh, you man. sure? I'm positive. Okay oh man as usual thanks. I like your deep voice oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> mine doesn't sound so deep <laughs> I've lowered I, a couple of octaves and now you're nice and squeaky yeah, but when I mean when I'm next to your beautiful regular voice it's get out of town it's, right now I, I feel like I have a balloon blown up in my head so like I can even though I have my headphones and I'm talking into the mic and I can hear myself as I, I say, look you <laughs> could pass for a balloon right balloon now head. <laughs> anyway thanks for listening guys we'll see you next week <laughs> Or talking and whatever the fucking cares. <laughs>